0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have you ever given of yourself only to have your love questioned? Now, if you're a parent, I know the answer to that question. (laughs) Have you ever sacrificed time, effort, money, and self only to have the person that you gave to say, You don't care about me. In my house growing up, we often took my dad for granted. I remember my dad going outside in the winter to shovel the snow off the driveway. I remember my dad going outside after a long day at work, uh, only to go out and chop wood for the wood stove to prepare for winter. I also remember my mother trying to coax my brothers and I uh, to go and help our dad. We would not go willingly. We would go begrudgingly. I'm kind of ashamed of that fact now. Dad gave and gave and never really asked for anything in return. Now, my dad is no saint, but he did give, provide, protect, and guide. And I was ungrateful. Sometimes I even questioned his care for me when something was going wrong in my life. Now, if I would have thought about it for a second, all that my dad did for me, I wouldn't have been so disrespectful. But as a teenager, I never really thought about the things that were done for me. I only think, thought about the bad situations that just so happened to be happening to me. I hardly ever thought of the good things that I had but rather the good things I didn't have. Can you relate to that? Has somebody ever taken you for granted the way that I took my dad for granted? Have you ever been the one taken for granted? Have you ever been ungrateful? Perhaps you're ungrateful to your parents Perhaps you are ungrateful to your spouse. Have you ever been ungrateful to someone who loves and gives to you? In our gospel lesson, we see Jesus bidding his disciples to move on from where they were to go and teach in another place. Jesus said to them, let us go across to the other side, and leaving the crowd They took Jesus uh, with them in the boat, just as he was. And the gospel describes what happened as they set out across the sea. It reads, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, and the boat was filling. A great storm arose, monstrous waves were beating at the side, and even breaking into the boat. The boat was filling with water. The disciples looked around and it was all too much for them. The sky was black. Water was coming in faster than they could scoop it out. And they felt like they were all alone. Like nothing could be done. They were panicking. They, who were used to being on the sea... They were scared. And they were angry. Have you, ever been, have you ever been through great storms? Have there ever been great storms that have arisen in your life? Maybe some of you are going through a great storm right now. Broken relationships. The death of a friend or loved one. Disobedient child. An abusive parent the loss of a job, the deadline, a uh, deadline's monotony of day-to-day life, the hopelessness of depression, the slavery of our sins and addictions. I've been you know, talking with a lot of people lately about just how hopeless things have seemed. Especially if you look on the news, if you... Uh, It just seems like we're rolling into one tragedy after another. And like the disciples, we couldn't scoop the water out faster than it's coming in. There are so many things that beat against the side of our boat. We look around and the waves begin to scare us as the water crashes in. We're scared about tomorrow. For us, our spouse, our kids... We look ahead and we see no end to the turmoil. In our fear we feel all alone. We feel unloved, uncared for, and we want, and sometimes you even want to lash out, and you get angry at the people that love you the most. In the disciples' fear that turned to anger, they cried out to Jesus. Mark reads, Jesus was in the stern asleep on the cushion. It just, that makes me, uh, it makes me, well, I'll keep it to myself. But Jesus was in the stern asleep on the cushion, and they woke Jesus, and they said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Don't you care that we are perishing? Do you hear that? Imagine a parent who has given all, Imagine a spouse who has given all. Remember when you have given all, only to have someone treat you as though you didn't care. Do you not care? Let me tell you a little bit about the person that the disciples were accusing of not caring. This is Jesus, He is God. God the Son who left heaven to come to earth so that he could take on our flesh and blood and rescue us from our sins. The Bible says that for our sake, God the Father made Jesus, who is God the Son, to be sin. He who knew no sin. So that in him, we can have the righteousness of God. Jesus became our sin. Think about those ugly things that you're ashamed of. Think about those ugly things that make you think, can God really love me? He became those things. If you cheated on your taxes, Jesus became that lie. If you cheated on your spouse with another person or thought had or had thoughts or had uh, looked at pornography Jesus became that sin if you have been ungrateful to your father Jesus became that ungratefulness if you have failed as a father Jesus became that failure he became all sin Everything in my book and everything in yours. Why? Why did he do such a thing? Love. To him you are a precious jewel of infinite worth. Read Ephesians 5 starting at 25. It's beautiful how much he cares and loves you. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent His only Son into the world so that we would have life through Him. In this is love, not that we've loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Made manifest among us You know what that means? It means that Jesus, in him, we see love come to life. You, my friends, are made through Jesus. The Bible says that all things were made through him. Without him was not anything made that was made. When we see Jesus, we see the one who loves us more than anyone could ever love us. And when the disciples, in their fear, grabbed the shoulders of God's love for them to wake him up in the middle of their storm, they were touching that unfathomable care. And they said, Do you not care? Have you ever asked that question to God? When the storms rise in your life, you go to God in prayer and you lay out, if you care about me, this is what you'll do. <laughs> and you have it all mapped out. But he doesn't do it. And have you ever grabbed a hold of him and said, "Do you, you do you not care that I am perishing?" I'm willing to bet that if you have not asked those that question in those words you have said it by living ungratefully when i was living a life that showed ungratefulness to my parents i should say as i live my life as though i am ungrateful to my parents i was also living a life that was ungrateful to my to god's love for me in jesus Let's look at what Jesus does when the disciples accuse him of not caring. The scripture reads, Jesus awoke and rebuked the wind and the sea. To to the sea he said, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And Jesus said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear, and they said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? You see what Jesus did in the midst of the storm? Did you see where Jesus was in the midst of the storm? Jesus was with them. And he spoke peace. His very word brought peace in the midst of their storm. In the midst of a storm in which the disciples saw no way out. In the midst of the storm where disciples saw nothing but death. They identified themselves as perishing. Jesus was with them all along in the midst of the fear of death, in the midst of the storm. And he was showing no fear. And he spoke peace. My friends, this morning, Jesus sees the storm in your life. He hears you when you tell him that he doesn't care with the words you use and the actions that you take. He knows the storm that surrounds you this very morning and my friends Jesus is here. Not only is he here in the midst of your storm. Jesus is not afraid. He is here and you do and do you hear the words that he speaks to you? He says to you and the storm that is in your heart, peace. Be still. Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? You have come here this morning. You are in the ship known as the Holy Ark of the Christian Church. And yes, the waves beat against this ship. And yes, it looks scary out there sometimes. But in this ark, the Lord is with you. In, with, and under the bread and wine. You can say whatever you like to him. You can admit your fear. You can make accusations to him. But his response to you is a word of peace. Peace in the midst of the storm. He is not sleeping. He has risen. He is here. He is not afraid. His love for you gives you peace in the storm. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.